We're here today with April Olson. She is a member on our APM team. So we're going to get to know her a little bit, talk about her background and education and kind of where she landed where she is today. So April, tell us a little bit about your background. Did you go to college? I did. Yeah, I started at Blue Mountain Community College okay. um, here in Pendleton and did that for a few years and got an associates in science and then kind of decided to to take that further okay. and ended up starting at Eastern in LeGrand. When you started college, did you already know kind of what you wanted to do or were you just kind of taking classes to? I had an idea okay. of what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up switching majors twice. <laughs> But um, very common. Yes, very common. Um, but I, I started in nursing. That's why I got the associates in science. And then, oh, OK, yeah. And then kind of realized that I wanted to be a teacher. Nice. Yeah. So uh, when I started in LeGrand at Eastern, um, I went for early childhood education. And that's where you started your bachelor's degree? Yes. Yeah. OK. Yep. In LeGrand, Oregon. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah. And I did most of that online uh, and lived in the Hermiston area. OK. And um, got my bachelor's in early childhood education and then wanted to take it a step further and teach elementary. And so in order to do that, I had to get my master's degree. Hmm. Where'd you get your master's from? From Eastern Oregon University. Okay. Nice. And then, so once you got that master's degree, did you jump into teaching or where where did that lead you to? I did. I started in um, public education in 2018. Okay. Um, And I started as a teacher in 2019. Okay. What grade did you teach initially? Fifth grade. Oh, busy. Yes, I taught fifth graders. I love fifth graders. Oh, that's cool. Old enough to have a little bit more humor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's awesome. Um, and then, so where, how, how long did you teach for? Did you stay in the teaching side or go to administration? Or where did, where did that kind of lead from there? So I stayed in the teaching side until um, 2021, actually. Okay. Um, and taught online for a little bit after COVID. Yeah. And then uh, now I'm working um, for Head Start, actually. Okay. More on a supervisory management side of education. Okay. So what does that entail a little bit? So you're not necessarily a teacher in a classroom? Correct. Okay. I'm not necessarily a teacher in the classroom. I'm working um, more with the staff and overseeing education in the building. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. And then um, I know you worked on your mortgage license a little while back and kind of knew you were interested in this field and stuff like that. Um, I think you worked with Melissa on your personal transactions. Yes. I started working with Melissa in 2013. Okay, cool. Did you work with her on more than one transaction? I have. Okay. We worked with her on several transactions. Nice. And so once you got your mortgage license and working on that and as well as holding a job and everything, which is awesome, that's takes some commitment. So congrats (laughs) to you for that. Uh, so once you got that, what kind of led you to want to work with APM? Um, having worked with Melissa and the team mm-hmm. at APM, um, I really appreciate their dedication to, yeah. you know, communication and really educating, Yeah, you know, their, their buyers. Yep. Um, and so that, and just kind of the vibe Yeah. Really decided it was where I wanted to, where I wanted to spend my time. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember meeting with you. So Melissa said, Hey, we're meeting someone for an interview position. You're going to be meeting with April. I'm like, okay, you know, it's kind of a tough field. Let's see. But, I, you know, let's meet and see kind of what's what. And you seemed like a a great fit culturally and all the qualities that we're looking for when we're looking to have someone on the team. You definitely had, I mean, you're transparent, you're, you know, not looking to hide anything, you're forward and you do care about 
making sure clients feel educated and informed. And those are all qualities that I remember thinking like, okay, she's going to, she could do this. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I, when I kind of went into this role or had the idea to go into this role, it was really important to me that I could help educate people in buying their, their homes, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was a first home or multiple homes, because it's one of the biggest purchases that they'll ever make. Yeah. And part. you definitely, I think, um, having purchased many homes yourself, personally, you believe in homeownership. Yeah. So finding a way to help other people obtain home ownership, and like you said, whether that be a different home, multiple homes, investment properties, all that type of thing. It's understanding how to build wealth for your family is yeah. a huge part. That's awesome. And it definitely helps families get to where they want to be and all that type of stuff. So tell me a little bit. Um, do you have kids? I do. I have two. Oh, how old are they? Uh, they are two and six. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Busy ages. Very busy ages. Yeah, six-year-olds in kindergarten and the two-year-old. He's a two-year-old. <laughs> He's a lot of fun. He's very busy. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. My little boy is two, and then my daughter is six. Okay, that's awesome. And you've kind of planted some roots in Eastern Oregon a little bit. Mm-hmm. Are you from Eastern Oregon? We're not. Um, I'm okay. from Brookings. Oh. Some people never know where that's at. So my description is always, it's the last town on the Oregon coast for California. Just drive till you can't drive anymore. That's awesome. And most of your family, are they in Brookings? Yeah. They're either on, in Brookings or on the west side of the state. Okay. And you have, so having your license in all of Oregon would allow you to help your family in Brookings, Oregon and Eastern Oregon and all the places. Yes, Anywhere I've got, I've got connections. I would love to help people. Yeah. That's awesome. So with all that um, background in education and having a lot of connections within the state of Oregon, not just here in Eastern Oregon, but in Brookings, uh, what would you say would be your natural client for you? Um, I would say that my natural client would be somebody that I have experience in what they're doing. Okay. You know, so currently, um, and in the past five, six years, I've worked in public education, private education. Um, and so really honing in on helping teachers, you know, homeowners or people in education, um, Mm -hmm. you know, their, their pay schedule is a little bit different because depending on where they work, it could be a nine month pay schedule. So they Mm -hmm. have a few months at a time, you know, where they're not getting any sort of, um, compensation, mm-hmm. or it also could be their 12 month schedule, but it's, it's formatted a little bit differently. So just yeah, my understanding of that. And being familiar with those structures, you're kind of better able to help them because you've been there personally and right. you kind of know the questions to ask up front yes. on stuff like that. So that's really cool. Yeah. And, um, the other thing about helping teachers is you're probably going to have some sort of a, a common ground. You're going to have similar experiences that you can share and they're likely to feel comfortable working with you and finding that connection, um, you'll have some similarities to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Similarities to talk about shared experiences, maybe. Yep. Yep. And, um, most teachers are not shy to ask questions Yeah, and I love to answer them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, that's cool. I think working with people that you can find some common ground within connection makes the whole process super smooth because they're going to be likely to feel trust with you and, um, and if they have worked with you in the workspace, they're going to kind of know your work habits and your personality. So they're going to be like, oh, I like, I would trust April with my money, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, did you think about being a real estate agent or anything else in the real estate field or were you pretty committed to this? I originally had actually thought about going into real estate. Okay. Being a real estate agent. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we've bought several homes mm-hmm. and my, one of my favorite parts about buying a home is looking at homes. <laughs> um, <laughs> just getting to go and see how people built them differently and how they were created and the different things that people have done, I think is really interesting. Um, But ultimately I think that my heart was more on the mortgage side. Yeah. 
Well, that's cool. And having been through the experience multiple times probably helped you decipher what side you would rather be on. Because yeah. even though they're in the same industry, they are very different. They're very different. So I know we've talked a little bit about the qualities that we look for in, in team members, you know, that want to be on the APM team and all that good stuff. What kind of qualities um, have you seen in other agents that would make you want to work with them as a real estate agent or qualities have you seen that kind of been like, ah, I don't like that in a real estate agent. So I think one big thing for real estate agents is communication, Mm -hmm. you know, open communication, fast communication. You know, when you're looking at purchasing a home, you really don't want to wait three or four days. Right. You know? Um, And so I think that that's really important. Um, I think that, you know, kind of going off of that, you know, a quality that might not be so great um, would be somebody that is a little more wishy-washy. Right. Somebody that um, doesn't give clear answers or maybe takes a really long time to respond when you're trying to make decisions or you're worried about something. Right. Or, um, you know, them being unsure and being unsure is okay, Mm -hmm. but being unsure without the willingness to To find find the the answer. answer. Right. No, that's huge. I I don't know, but I'll get back to you with the answer is almost always an acceptable answer, but I don't know. Go figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's we'll, really hard. We'll just go with this. <laughs> Let's dig a little. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if we can find some more information. Yeah. No, for sure. And um, so having, I mean, I know you've purchased some homes, you've seen both sides, seen some lending behavior, seen some real estate behaviors. Do you feel that you have some, um, develop some connections, hopefully within us a little bit of what to do on the lending side, as well as um, agent connections. So if, you know, if you get a buyer you have people you could recommend them to that you feel that they would get good communication and kind of the service you would look for? I do. Yeah. I've got, you know, several people that I've worked with both here and in Brookings. Okay, um, good. I would feel comfortable referring people to. As yeah. Agents. So that they can have a good all around experience. Yes. That's always important when you're going through the process, I think, is having everybody on the same page that want what wants what's best for you and kind of has a similar expectation in that communication style and the overall experience for the client yeah, and the overall, you know, ability to communicate with one another. Yeah, exactly. Have, you, know. you and the agent talking together is right. equally as important as, as the buyer and their agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. We've purchased homes in, um, several towns in Oregon. Okay. And so I've got connections. So you've been through the experience in both places. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> know what to expect in both yes. and yes. purchased and sold homes in four cities. Yeah. In and I think one of them was a manufactured home, at least one of them, right? Um, two of them. Okay. Yeah. We've, so you're not afraid of manufactured homes? I am not. We um, had a, manufa- a brand new manufactured home put in. in okay. In Oregon. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up selling that home. Okay. A few years after we, we put that home in. So I've been through the, the new construction manufactured process. Yeah. Um, Which is awesome because a lot of people sometimes are afraid of manufactured home financing, but manufactured homes can be such a good option for clients for so many reasons. Yeah. And being afraid of something um, could hinder a good decision for somebody. Yes. Yes. And we actually were those people that shied away from manufactured homes for several years. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, then came to terms of, you know, maybe it's the right option for different reasons for different people, but yeah. um, being comfortable with manufactured homes, I think is super important because it's a whole nother realm of business that you can offer your clients. Yes. Yeah, and over here, a lot of the properties you look at, a lot of them are manufactured homes. I mean, mm-hmm. there are, you know, there's a lot of new stick builds that are going in. But mm-hmm. if you're looking at anything with a little bit of property, most of them are yeah. manufactured homes. A large amount of them. Which is kind of why we turned and right. went towards that. Okay. Yeah. To try to get the space. And that's so true. 
a lot of people that are looking for acreage and more space and land and stuff, oftentimes it is manufactured. Mm-hmm. And some people shied away enough to not get the space that they wanted yep. and kind of weighing out the pros and cons of both. Yeah. We currently live in a manufactured home. Okay. We own now. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's cool because having gone through the process of selling one and purchasing one is nice because you you know what to ask for, such as the HUD tags and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. and we've we've been through the process of having to order new ones as well. Okay, so. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so you already know. And yeah. then jumping in on this side, like all those experiences are only going to help you like be such a good loan officer for your clients, yeah. knowing to ask those questions up front and working with agents who you know are familiar with the manufactured homes as well. Having having the person ex- personal experience to build off of, as well mm-hmm. as to offer that that education and support to others that you know, if they've never purchased a home and the first home that they're purchasing is a manufacturer home, the process is a little bit different. It is a little different, and knowing just explaining those up front and kind of going through it with them is going to make them feel comfortable too. That oh wow, she knows her stuff about manufactured. That's important. That way, there's not hopefully any huge surprises in the process. You're asking the necessary questions up front and addressing any, any issues or anything that would maybe need to happen for the buyer to get that home. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for sitting with us today on this episode. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, of course. Stay tuned for more. (laughs) 